Hello, everyone. I am here with Tammy, who is the scriptpreneur. How cool is that? <laughs> so Tammy comes from the world of Hollywood and is now sort of translating those mystical things to uh, to the rest of us. So welcome. Tell us a little about yourself. Thank you. Um, you know what? Uh, th that's actually, that's very well put because it was very mystical to me as well. And there are still parts of it that still are, which is kind of a good thing, but I'm getting ahead of myself by saying that. <laughs> um, I actually, I was just like uh, anybody else who maybe has a story to tell uh, is that I had a story to tell. I had a big story that I wanted to tell. I found out about these female pirates that lived 300 years ago and they were real people. And, and I'm thinking, this needs to be a movie, you know, I mean, I'm picturing the whole thing right there in front of me. And, uh, and I was kind of on a break. I was a singer at the time. I was a musician. I, I was arranging music and stuff like that. And, and I was just on a break and I was actually on vacation when I found out about these pirates. And, and so I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell their story. Nobody else has. I should have seen a movie about them at the very least. Right. So no matter what you're promoting, you need to get it in front of more people. Check out Website Traffic School, where you'll learn all four pillars of online traffic with plenty of support and accountability and none of the overwhelm. You'll find it at financiallyfreeauthor.com slash traffic school. So I went on a big, long journey and it, and, it, and, it took, and it took quite a while and it literally took me around the world because I actually did research because this was 300 years ago, but it's Caribbean. These are the actual Caribbean pirates and uh, uh, it's very hard to find archives and stuff. I mean, I ended up in London and in Holland and all along the entire eastern coast of the of the United States, all the way down from Key West up to, which is where I found out about them, all the way up to uh, Harvard and all the Ivy League schools and everything. So did a lot of work, but uh, but then I still had that mysticalness of like, okay, so how do you write a screenplay? Okay, now I know about these pirates, or at least as much as I can know. And, and so that took me on yet another journey. I started a writing group so that I could learn, but also so that we could learn from each other and help each other and and that worked out really well for me because uh, I learned, I learned how to write a screenplay and suddenly people were asking me for help with what they were learning. Um, uh, Cause it just like things were snapping for me and it was working um, on, you know, like all the, the nuts and bolts of it and everything and the mechanics and everything. They, they, it just worked for me. And I ended up having to kind of hang a, hang a shingle of like, okay, I'm an editor now. <laughs> <laughs> I love because when people come to you and tell you what they want from you. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah. As a musician, I had the same thing. I was kind of repeating history a little bit because 20 or at that time it was about 10 years earlier uh, or more than that. I had had a lot of people coming to me saying, okay, we need you to arrange this music. We need this. We need this. And, and it's like, okay, well, then I guess I need to just like do this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> same thing. But I still didn't know the ins and outs. And so as I learned the ins and outs, I was meeting people. I was going to these events that they had in Burbank, um, California, and getting the proximity as well as meeting the right people and, and everything. But t for a long time, I really couldn't finish that script or any other script that was long. I could do shorts and things like that. And it wasn't until I went on a quick retreat. It was a 48 hour retreat, but it's only because I had been meeting people that I even knew about this retreat. I was invited to it mm, and it was, to write, yeah, exactly. And it was to write a script in 48 hours. 
I wrote a script in 48 hours. I couldn't believe it. But through that guidance, you know, I couldn't have done it on my own at that time. And uh, just by having people there and in the room and and uh, kind of, you know, giving us little pep talks here and there and guiding us through. And that script went on to do really great things. I, I uh, turned it into a book and on my own, not knowing exactly what I was doing last year at, at <laughs> Halloween, I turned it into a book, Evangelina. Um, and it's about a ghost girl. It's, it has nothing to do with pirates, but it was, you know, it was my 48 hour experiment, but it won, it won contests. It did really well. And so I learned the ins and outs through doing all that stuff and everything. And now it's actually in pre-production and it's being made into a movie right now. So oh yeah. <laughs> what happened to the pirates? Do I get to see that movie? That's, that's the interesting thing is that I ended up writing the pre, the, all the, all that, uh, what do you call it? All that uh, research that I had done actually led me to, you know, I'm in Orlando, Florida. It led me to what I call the prequel to the pirates. And that is what brought us the treasure coast here in Florida. And I wrote the treasure galleons. And that has also, this has been a number one bestseller for over a year, but I wrote it at the, for the 300 year anniversary of when the events happened, which is 12 ships that went down on the East coast and they were covering. They were carrying about four hundred million dollars in, in treasure, and there's still about two or three hundred million dollars of treasure out there on the East Coast <laughs> that are waiting to be found. So, I wonder if people but, are still treasure hunting. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I met all those treasure hunters through my research, and so it's like I have this new set of friends besides you know the Hollywood kind of thing and and everything. But yeah, so that's the longish, shortish version of. <laughs> <laughs> how I got to where I'm at. <laughs> and I saw in your bio that you've worked with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. You know, people came to me at, the, you know, in the first few years and stuff. Now I kind of sort of handpick people, but I also, people still come to me and everything for sure. But um, at that time he actually came to me. I'm not sure how he found me. He was using a pseudonym and, um, and, and that was great. I had, I think he came to me through another person he had, worked with on the transformers movie movies who it also he's also the guy who does um uh his name is spiro uh rosatis and he um he also does uh the he's like the action unit guy so he's the guy who makes all that cool stuff happen in in those fran in those big franchises he's the um fast and furious guy so i mean he knows about car chases and stuff and he had sent me his and i had been working with him actually i worked with him for a couple of years with his screenplay which is amazing about his own personal story which is such a standout and this kind of brings me to who i am and and brings me around to what your audience is probably interested in and that is that he he gave his personal story of how he became a stuntman in hollywood or how he strove to become his story kind of ends when he kind of meets the right person and has this big action scene to get to the plane in time and all this stuff, really fun stuff, but true story. And, uh, and through him, I think is how I met Shia LaBeouf. So these two A-listers are suddenly my, my, my clients and everything. And I'm like, wow. And they both have really listened to me and uh, with Shia, sorry, if I'm making a little noise, that was just starting to fall out of my ear. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is, um, uh, you know, he's an amazing creative person and and he he is kind of an example of how people who are embedded, A-listers, embedded in Hollywood, they get put into boxes and, you know, they're sent down. You know, Hollywood can be very brutal. And it's like, no, you're an actor. 
this is what you do. This is what you've done since childhood. And he's like, well, he wrote his childhood story of how he became of what it was like when he was a child actor living with his dad in a mo in a motel, Ooh, in a strip motel. So, yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, so that was what his story was, and then it became Honey Boy. Came the the movie Honey Boy, and uh, he listened to everything I said. I was so proud. I was. I felt like a proud mother because he had, <laughs> he had had a rough. He had had some rough stuff in the in the you know, in the tabloids and all that kind of thing, you know, uh, yeah. well-deserved uh, problems and stuff that, uh, that he, he figured out how to, how to make something out of them and, and, and learn and learn from it. So it was really, I imagine it was very, cool. probably very challenging to take a real story of your life and sort of fit it into the framework of a book or a movie with that beginning, middle and end. Yeah. Both of them are a great example of, uh, well, for one thing, what changed my passion actually. Um, because, uh, up until then I had been reading mostly, you know, screenplays by people who newbies, pros, I had some, I am some Canadian professionals that were also coming to me quite a bit, people you wouldn't have heard of, but who are the behind the scenes people behind a lot of things you've seen, you know, and, uh, and, and, and it was interesting. They had great ideas. They had really good screenplays. They didn't, they didn't need extensive work from me. They, but they needed me. They, they definitely needed some help on some things and everything but i when i was sent these personal stories these and they were their they were kind of their i guess they would be their origin stories mm -hmm. you know there's there's a couple of different kind of stories that we can tell about ourselves right there's the origin story there's the whole life story or there's that transformation story and in both of those origin stories there was a huge transformation obviously most stories do have some kind of a personal arc most not all and uh and that that like really just I, in my head i didn't notice it but in my heart i i realized that's those are the stories i want to read those are the stories i want to see those are the stories that the world needs mm -hmm. and the, the aaron brockovics you know we need those yes. and that's exactly and that's exactly where i've been for the last year is just uh finding those golden nuggets of uh of stories that are from just real people who are doing extraordinary things in the world. Maybe not as extraordinary as they think. You know, it might be that uh, they're struggling themselves and yet they go to the soup kitchen every week to help other people. Mm -hmm. That's a story. To me, that's a story. We have somebody in our neighborhood who does that. So I use him as an example. He won't tell a story to me, but but there's a story there, you know, and it's like, I would love to have his story told. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so that's what I love is transformation. Story. So if somebody is a, a speaker, maybe they do like productivity talks and they have a book, what would yes. be the next step for them towards what you're doing? Well, that's, that's what's, you know, that, that's exactly what, what I'm, I'm looking to see uh, people do is, is take that story, take it as far as you can possibly go because every step that you take to get it to the world brings people to you so that you can help them. And so uh, if you do have a book, if you have um, a blog where you've been kind of just blogging your life, you know, uh, Diablo Cody, you know, she's, she, she's a creative type and Hollywood came knocking on her door because of what she was doing with the blogging and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but all these, uh, all these different um, stories that I keep hearing all seem to have kind of a similar structure and a similar um, theme to them, even though they might be wildly different in, in what happens in their stories. And, uh, and if you don't mind at some point here, I'd love to, to kind of talk about story structure, but, but, if you have the kind of story where you are helping people, 
now because of what you went through, that is like the perfect transformation story of what, you know, mm-hmm. traditional Hollywood, I put it in quotes, Hollywood in quotes, um, because I also have opinions about Hollywood and, and it's like, yeah, I like to go kind of around Hollywood <laughs> because we're in a different world now. We're not in the fifties where everything has to go through Hollywood. You know, we're in a, we're in a Okay. You're going to have to tell us more about that too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So story structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I know that you've seen me talk a little bit about this before, and I did it in a crazy way a couple of, a few weeks ago, and you saw me do that. But uh, <laughs> basically, I look at everything. It starts with the W. It starts with W. So there's a book out there that's called It Starts With Why. And uh, st- oh, now it, I understand the talk title that you sent exactly. to me. Like, this exactly. This looks like she was broke partway through. I'm going to skip that. <laughs> exactly. So the, my talk title would be It Starts With Whoop. no actually the w doesn't stand for anything i mean it could it could stand for right i suppose but uh no it doesn't stand for anything it's it's a visual it's it's like that roller coaster of a story so picture you know a w roller coaster basically is what we're talking about and this is a story structure that works for everyone in every situation because every hollywood movie you've seen jaws whatever you know raiders of the lost ark whatever it is they follow this basic story structure. My my job as somebody who helps people tell their stories is to help you get to that simplification because it is hard to tell your own story. And so what I do is 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 kind of walk you through that. It takes like 30 seconds. So I'll just do it. Yeah. So basically a story starts out with a problem. So here's your first part of your why, right? I mean your W, but <laughs> of your W. Okay. So it starts with a problem and then always there is like like this set of attempts to fix it so we try and we try and try and then there's a lot of failing too so now we're in the middle of the w and you notice it looks a little bit like a mountain and then we find that that elixir or that 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 like aha moment and we and we go to that solution so we have the problem it's very hard to get it right with the camera right okay so you have the problem and then you have the trying and the failing and the solution. And so what you want to do as somebody who is helping somebody is that you want to be the person who has that problem and that solution and you wipe out that mountain to a victory for that person. That is what a lot of us are doing. Maybe you don't even wipe out the the mountain. Maybe you're a mountain guide and you take people over that mountain so they can get to that solution. But you are the unique person who's been through that that roller coaster story and now you can help others. So that is story structure in a nutshell is that you've got the problem, you've got the mountain and you've got the solution. And that and that and that's exactly the story that I love to help. You know that that's that's what these transformation stories are and that's what people are telling from the stage. If they're smart, that's what they're telling is they're telling a little bit of their own story. I told a little bit of mine, you know, I didn't know anything. I traveled the world trying to find it. You know, I told it kind of in a roundabout way and everything, but that's basically what my story is, is that, you know, I had to learn my big secret. My big aha moment was writing fast. That 48 hour, um, uh, uh, retreat just like kind of changed everything for me. And I realized, oh my gosh, just get that stupid first draft out, you know, (laughs) don't agonize over it. And that's what also led me to the W is that simplify, 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 because you can apply 
that very complicated hero's journey that you normally see in sort of a circle nowadays. Um, it's not yeah, always been in a yeah, so many steps to it and all these weird words. I already used the word elixir, but there's like crazy words. It's like, we don't use that word in real life. You know, I can't remember what that is, but there's one one word that always stymies me when I see it. <laughs> but, you know, just simplify it. And and it's just, it's that it's a three or four act structure, depending on, that's another thing, you know, you have a beginning, middle and end is the main thing, right? That mm -hmm. just simplify and then you can keep moving forward. So if you're having trouble telling your own story, just get to the basics just draw some kind of a roller coaster, get your highs and your lows and start figuring out what, what parts really, you know, pertain to the actual story so that you can get rid of other things without feeling like you're killing your darlings after you've written them. Don't write them, you know, get, get yourself into some structure first and, and then, and then, then everything can go in there that needs to. Yeah. Hopefully that's helpful. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So I'm a coach mm -hmm. and I, I do speaking from stage and I have a book that has my process in it. Not really my story. Right. I come to you and I work with you to make a screenplay that tells the story of how I found my secret sauce and how I'm helping people. What comes next? How do we get that made into a movie? Uh, there's, there's, there's lots of ways, but what I do is I tell people to kind of like, look at it as a map to Hollywood, right? So in fact, that's something that I want your people to be able to, anybody who's here today, I want them to be able to look at this map that I have that kind of spells out a path that you can take and it can be a plan more than just like, you know, a dream that you're following. Cause that's the problem, right? Is, is what are the next steps? Mm -hmm. But if you're already out there and you've got some kind of a book, You've, you're already part of the plan. That's that's a big part of the plan is get that book out there because that's that one thing that you have the most control over. You have the control over the content. You have control over how it gets to the world. And you can also, you can make money from it, right? I mean, why write a book if you can't make some money off of it? And, uh, and you know, not, not everybody gets rich off of it, but also learn how to make it a bestseller. That helps. It, it at least offset your costs and build your audience. The main thing is that you're constantly building audience. That's probably the biggest secret sauce with something that you know a lot about, Carolyn, because you are queen of helping people do that funnel and, and get things going that way. So, so that it's, it's all part of it, but I definitely want everybody to have this map so that, so that they can see that they're, they're, they're already on the right path. If they've got and I say right path, like W-R-I-T-E path. Uh, I love wordplay, but <laughs> you're on the right path to Hollywood. If you're writing a book, if you've already written a book, if you're writing a blog, getting the word out about your story, if you're speaking from stage, that's a huge part of it, um, is telling your story as well. And, mm -hmm. and finding ways to tell it, you know, I wasn't given like a guideline I have to say in two minutes today or that. So I just kind of spoke today. Um, and at different times, I'm, I'm given a 30 second you know, in 30 seconds, I have to sum it up in two minutes and five minutes, 15 minutes. And so there's, there's, there's all that stuff, but at least get the basics down and you're already on your way. So where can people get a copy of this map to Hollywood? Okay. Uh, it is very simple. It's just wowhollywood.com wow, slash, slash map. Okay. Hopefully I gave you the right link earlier. I, I'm not sure. Sometimes when I write it, <laughs> I use the wrong word, but yes, math. And if you go there, then you can see it yourself. And, uh, and, and it's basically six major steps 
that are all very doable, especially when you take them one at a time. Um, but you're probably already doing at least a couple of them. You're probably already doing some speaking, especially if you're here listening to this, right? Probably already doing some speaking, probably have something already written. Even if it's not about your, your story, you've probably already given some kind of a blurb of your story within and anytime you go on a podcast, if you're a speaker, you're probably telling, you know, at least in your bio, just a, a slice of your story. And uh, and where where my map makes it a little different and might feel challenging is where, well, well, that's where I can come in and help you if you need me to. But that just write the screenplay. Screenplays are awesome because they force you to use story structure a lot more not rigidly, but just more with more, you know, there's, there's a, a perimeter around. Yeah, boundary you can be very helpful. Story. Yeah. Yeah. So with creativity to give some, some boundaries, some limitations. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, you know, if you do that, if you just draw out kind of a, a roller coaster of your life, cause your life probably feels that way sometimes. Right. And you just take those highs and lows and then you start getting rid of the ones before you ever even start writing that it's like, that is such a huge part of my life, but it has nothing to do with the story, <laughs> you know, then you know that you can get rid of it before you ever start, you know, investing emotional time into writing that part out. And then if like, if it's not going to fit on that W, then it probably doesn't belong. And you can really save yourself a little bit of heartache that way. And you kind of have to do that with a screenplay. People really agonize. That's one of the reasons I couldn't write a full screenplay. It's like I had these pirates full lives. I had their entire lives, you know, to and, and then the whole screenplay is, is, is what? Uh, 120, 120 pages. pages. Yeah. Maximum. Absolute <laughs> maximum. And everybody thinks that they can go over and everybody is uh, disappointed when they try to bring it to Hollywood and they can't get their foot in the door because it's over 120 pages. I mean, even if it's 120 pages. Yeah, it's that's like a full length movie there. That's yeah, these days. Biopic, these, you want something shorter. Exactly. These days, it needs to be a very action packed. Uh, um, and, and that doesn't mean that your story has to be filled with action. I mean, it has to keep moving forward. It has to have a, a lot of drive to it. You know, we don't we don't respond the way that we used to to slower things. Um, emotional things come with, you know, uh, the way it's acted out. And so they still want shorter, shorter screenplays. It kind of makes sure. me think actually about I've been working really hard at improving my YouTube videos because I want to grow my YouTube channel. And a lot of that advice is about, you know, cut cut all of the, the down bits, like make sure that you're moving the camera angles around to keep the attention. So yeah, a very, very similar idea. It's like making tiny little movies every week. It really is. It really is. I mean, and kudos to you that you're doing that. I mean, you are such a student of all of this. That you're, you're like, you're moving at gangbusters. I mean, I love what you're doing and how fast you're moving. Um, <laughs> you know, you. Fast. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I get that. That's uh, kind of my specialty. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and, and but you're but you're like putting things into action, and and that's that's really what it's all about, right? Uh, I, I can be I can say I'm guilty of sometimes not, you know. Well, I get bogged down with other people's stories, and and I'm okay with that. <laughs> In fact, I'm very okay with that to the point where it's like I don't really do that much writing anymore. Although I have a series I'm working on right now, but I I, I don't do all that much myself uh, because uh, I think I think I'm ready to really help the next generation and also i just my passion is with the real stories i, I want your stories uh, that somebody who's out there doing something for the world and kind of that why that's behind it you know yeah oh i love that 
Fantastic. Okay, so everybody go to wowhollywood.com slash map to download your map to Hollywood. And you can also be found at scriptpreneur.com. That's me. <laughs> Is I there a script else over. that you would like people to know before we wrap up today? Um, you know, for yourself, if if you're if you're struggling with knowing whether you're your story is screen worthy or not. Uh, don't compare yourself to the Aaron Brockoviches. I mean, uh, just, but, but do, but do dream and think about this, that, you know, I've, I've mentioned her a couple of times. And if you don't know who Aaron Brockovich is, you just need to look it up. Is it Brockovich or Brockovic? Brockovic. Do not ask me how to spell that. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's with a, with a, ch I get those mixed up sometimes, but anyhow, she, she is amazing. For one thing, she is lucky that, that I should know how to pronounce her name because she is one of the few where the movie is actually named after her. That's why we know her name so well. It's the name of the movie. But most of them, uh, Rudy is another, and Serpico. But when you think of biopics, uh, a lot of biopics, the, they have like a, a flowery name, kind of a book title name, you mm -hmm. know? And it's like, and we don't really necessarily remember the person's name, you know, unless we kind of geek out over them or something. And so for yourself, uh, make sure it's about the story, um, but you can call it by your own name. You can do that, you know, especially if you have kind of an interesting name like that. But the thing about Erin Brockovich to make you dream a little bit, to dream big, is she she solved a big problem for a town. I, I don't remember all the details. All I know is that lately, I should probably look this up so I can be a little bit more educated about this, but lately I've been seeing all the Camp Lejeune uh, commercials. I don't know if you, you know, in different areas and different parts of the world um, and other parts of the world, I'm sure you're not seeing it, but I'm in Orlando and I am seeing Camp Lejeune commercials uh, trying to reach people who were exposed to all the chemicals and all the bad stuff that she exposed mm -hmm. 30 years ago, whenever it was, you know, and people are still suffering the consequences from that. And so now there's this, and it took these 25, 30, whatever it is, years to bring about this huge class action. I mean, there were other class actions, but I guess there's another thing that's happening with, with uh, this Lejeune thing. And that's all, that all sums back to Erin Brockovich. So she's like still making the news. Her name is not part of it, but that's from her efforts or it's, it's at least a stem to her efforts. You really and did change the you world. Can have, yeah, you can have a really, really big impact on the world with your story. And of course, if you're all about, you know, wanting to do more speaking, wanting to write more books, or just wanting to coach more people, the more people who know about you before they ever even come to you, they're going to love and like you a lot better if they've already seen your movie and they know about you, or if they've seen your your uh, your uh, series, or they've seen your 15-minute you know, sizzle reel about you, you know, it, it all takes yeah, another authority builder, like having exactly. a book, another, another little tick on that. Like, wow, this person is really important. <laughs> yeah. If you've already written the book, you know, it's a little harder to get that huge book down into a, a thin screenplay. That's why I always say start with the screenplay, but most people are starting with that thick book. So, so go ahead. And that's and why they need you. Exactly. Exactly. I will help you get that. I will kill your darlings for you if I need to. <laughs> if you've already written them and and they just can't make it into the screenplay, then, you know, it helps to have somebody else who's doing kind of some of the slashing and, and all that. So that it doesn't feel like you're the one bleeding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with us and giving us these amazing insights. 
Well, thank you for having me. I love talking about this stuff. As you can tell, I get kind of excited about it. So I geek out over it. <laughs> so I am with funnels. I can just talk about it all day long. <laughs> yep. Yep. And what you do is so important because it's not going to get out to the world if we can't get it in their hands. True. <laughs> all right. Thank we'll you so much. Bye.